Hi, I'm Anusha, your friend and host for Daily Bible Podcast. In our previous episode, we saw Jesus speaking about the end times. He told us how we must be prepared when the earth is supposed to end. Today, we'll be seeing Mark chapter 14 where Jesus celebrates the Passover with his disciples and then is caught by the high priest and is sentenced to death. Peter rejects Jesus three times. He denies him before the rooster crows twice. Let's go. Mark chapter 14 Anointing his head In only two days, the eight-day festival of Passover and the feast of unleavened bread would begin. The high priests and religion scholars were looking for a way they could seize Jesus by stealth and kill him. They agreed that it should not be done during the Passover week. We don't want the crowds up in arms, they said. Jesus was at Bethany, a guest of Simon the Leaper. While he was eating dinner, a woman came up carrying a bottle of very expensive perfume. Opening the bottle, she poured it on his head. Some of the guests became furious among themselves. That's criminal, a sheer waste. This perfume could have been sold for well over a year's wages and handed out to the poor. They swelled up in anger, nearly bursting with indignation over her. But Jesus said, Let her alone. Why are you giving her a hard time? She has just done something wonderfully significant for me. You will have the poor with you every day for the rest of your lives. Whenever you feel like it, you can do something for them. Not so with me. She did what she could when she could. She pre-anointed my body for burial. And you can be sure that whenever in the whole world the message is preached, what she did is going to be talked about admiringly. Judas Iscariot, one of the twelve, went to the cabal of high priests determined to betray him. They couldn't believe their ears and promised to pay him well. He started looking for just the right moment to hand him over. Traitor to the Son of Man On the first day of the days of unleavened bread, the day they had prepared the Passover sacrifice, his disciples asked him, Where do you want us to go and make preparations so you can eat the Passover meal? He directed two of his disciples, Go into the city. A man carrying a water jug will meet you. Follow him. Ask the owner for which house he enters. The teacher wants to know where is my guest room where I can eat the Passover meal with my disciples. He will show you a spacious second story room, swept and ready. Prepare for us there. The disciples left, came to the city, found everything just as he had told them and prepared the Passover meal. After sunset, he came with the twelve. As they were at the supper table eating, Jesus said, I have something hard but important to say to you. One of you is going to hand me over to the conspirators, one who at this moment is eating with me. Stunned, they were asking one after another, It isn't me, is it? He said, It's one of the twelve. One who eats with me out of the same bowl. In one sense, it turns out that the Son of Man is entering into a way of treachery well marked by the scriptures. No surprises here. 
in other sense the man who turns him in turns traitor to the son of man better never to have been born than do this this is my body in the course of their meal having taken and blessed the bread he broke it and gave it to them then he said take this is my body taking the chalice he gave it to them thanking god and they all drank from it he said this is my blood god's new covenant poured out for many people i'll not be drinking wine again until the new day when i drink it in the kingdom of god they sang a hymn and then they went directly to mount olives jesus told them you're all going to feel like your world is falling apart and that is my fault there's a scripture that says i will strike the shepherd and the sheep will scatter but after i am raised up i will go ahead of you leading the way to galilee peter blurted out if even if anyone else is ashamed of you when things fall to pieces i won't be jesus said don't be so sure today this very night in fact before the rooster crows twice you will deny me three times he blustered in protest even if i have to die with you i will never deny you all the others said the same thing getsemane they came to an area called getsemane jesus told his disciples sit here while i pray he took peter james and john with him he sank into a pit of suffocating darkness he told them i feel bad enough right now to die stay here and keep vigil with me going a little ahead he fell to the ground and prayed for a way out papa father you can can't you get me out of this take this cup away from me but please not what i want what you want he came back and found them sound asleep he said to peter simon you went to sleep on me can't you stick it out with me a single night a single hour stay alert be in prayer so you don't enter the danger zone without even knowing it don't be naive part of you is eager ready for anything in god but another part is as lazy as an old dog sleeping by the fire then he went back and prayed the same prayer returning he again found them sound asleep they simply couldn't keep their eyes open and they didn't have a possible excuse he came back a third time and said are you going to sleep all night no you've slept long enough time's up the son of man is about to be betrayed into the hands of the sinners get up let's get going my betrayer has arrived a bunch of thugs no sooner were the words out of his mouth when judas the one of the 12 showed up and with him a bunch of thugs sent by the high priest religion scholars and leaders brands brashing swords and clubs the betrayer had worked out a sign with them the one i kiss that's the one seize him make sure he doesn't get away he went straight to jesus and said rabbi and kissed him the others then grabbed him and dragged him up one of the men standing there unsheltered his crowd swung and came down to the chief priest's servant looping off the man's ear jesus said to them what is this coming after me with swords and clubs as if i were a dangerous criminal day after day i have kept sitting in the temple teaching and you never as much lifted a hand against me what in fact have done 
is confirmed the prophetic writings. All the disciples bailed on him. A young man was following along. All he had done on his was a blood sheet. Some of the men grabbed him, but he got away, running off naked, leaving them holding the sheet, condemned to death. They led Jesus to the chief priests, where the high priest, religion leaders, and scholars had been gathered together. Peter followed at a safe distance until they got to the chief priest's courtyard, where he mingled with the servants and warmed himself at the fire. The high priest, conspiring with the Jewish council, looked high and low for evidence against Jesus by which they could sentence him to death. They found nothing. Plenty of people were willing to bring in false charges, but nothing added up, and they ended up cancelling each other out. Then a few of them stood up and lied. We heard him say, I am going to tear down this temple and build up a hard labor and in three days build another without lifting a hand. But even they couldn't agree exactly. In the middle of this, the chief counsel stood up and asked Jesus, What do you have to say to the accusation? Jesus was silent. He said nothing. The chief priest tried again, this time asking, Are you the Messiah, the Son of God? Jesus said, Yes, I am, and you'll see it for yourself. The Son of Man, seated at the right hand of the Mighty One, arriving on the clouds of heaven. The chief priest lost his temper. Ripping his clothes, he yelled, Did you hear that? After that, we do we need a witness? You heard the blasphemy. Are you going to stand for it? They condemned him one and all. The sentence, death. Some of them started spitting at him. They blindfolded his eyes, then hit him, saying, Who hit you? Prophesy. The guards, punching and slapping, took him away. The rooster crowed. While all this was going on, Peter was down in the courtyard. One of the chief priest's servant girls came in and, seeing Peter warming himself there, looked hard at him and said, You were with the Nazarene Jesus. He denied it. I don't know what you're talking about. He went out on the pouch. A rooster crowed. The girls spotted him and began telling the people standing around. He's one of them. He denied it again. Another, after a little while, the bystanders bought it up again. You've got to be one of them. You've got Galilean written all over you. Now Peter got really nervous and swore, I have never laid eyes on this man you're talking about. Then after that, the rooster crowed a second time. Peter remembered how Jesus had said, Before a rooster crows twice, you'll deny me three times. He collapsed in tears. Thank you for joining me today. Jesus suffered and died for us. That was the reason he came. It was his life's purpose. He is the savior of mankind. If we believe in him, we will have eternal life. In today's episode, we saw Jesus administering the communion. That is the beginning of a new covenant between man and God. The covenant determines that we can connect to God through Jesus as Jesus offered his body and blood for us. He told us that if we partake in him, we will be a part of him, of God. And that is the way we can 
be a part of the kingdom of God by believing and confessing that Jesus is our Lord and Savior. Let's pray and believe and receive Jesus. You can repeat after me. Dear Lord, I thank you for my life. I thank you for everything you've given me. Today, I believe in my heart that Jesus is Lord. I confess with my mouth and I am a son of God. I believe that you came for me and died for me and you rose up again so that I may live and have eternal life. Salvation is mine in Jesus' name. Amen. If you've said this prayer after me, congratulations. You now have eternal life and you are born again. Stay tuned as we read the next chapter of Mark.